The Church of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, welcomes you to this edition of Shi'ar Jeshub, featuring the teaching ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo. Today, we will be listening to the conclusion of a sermon on John the Baptist, which was part of my husband's series on heavenly authority, focusing on the office of the prophet in the New Testament. When we left off, Pastor was reading from Matthew chapter 11, when John, from prison, sends two of his disciples to Jesus. At the end of the sermon, I will be giving you information on how you can receive a special audio CD offer on Christian marriage. Here is Pastor Greg. Here's John now in prison. Herod has placed him in prison. And even this one, the greatest perhaps of all the prophets, starts to wonder. The flesh comes in. The prison is probably very dark. It's not like our prisons today, very dank. The food is probably very little. The conditions are probably horrendous. The smell is terrible. He feels the darkness, the pain. Freedom taken away. Here's a man that roamed in the ruggedness of the wilderness, and he's confined to probably a very small area. And he says, are you the one? He sends his messages, probably come and speak to him through the grates. He says, ask him. I need to know before I die, I need to have it confirmed. When he himself had it confirmed by the Father through the Spirit. Are you the coming one or do we look for another? And Jesus answered and said to him and said to them, go and tell John the things which you hear and see. John hasn't seen them. Remember, Jesus' ministry starts when John is placed in prison, right? Go and tell John the things which you hear and see. The blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear, the dead are raised. Now certainly we have miraculous signs, right? If John had no miraculous signs, when he pointed to Jesus, his prophecy was fulfilled because Jesus had miraculous signs without limit. The lame walk, the blind see, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. The good news, the message, not just the signs, but the word of God, the message, the good news, salvation, preach and preach to the poor. And John, we just read about it. He felt for the poor around him, their suffering, their condition. And that's why he said, bear fruits worthy of repentance. If you have two tunics, give to the one who has none. The poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who is not offended, who does not stumble, who does not sin because of me. Blessed is he who does not sin. He reminds him of what he received. Don't stumble now. Don't fall now. Don't fall at this point. Because... I haven't spoken a word and the prison doors fall down because the Romans are still in power. Be peaceful and know that your message is true and salvation is coming and people are having health problems healed, soul problems healed, 
The Spirit of God is proclaiming the gospel. The dead are being raised. The poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who is not offended because of me. And as they departed, so John doesn't hear this, right? They go their way. Then Jesus turns around and he speaks to the multitude. And he began to say to the multitudes concerning John, What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind, someone that changed their mind with the wind, how the wind moves. That's what politicians do, right? That's how many in, in power, what they do. And unfortunately, that's what many in religious authority do, right? Whatever people like to hear, that's what they tell them. The wind blows them. John wasn't like that. He proclaimed the true word of God. A reed, a reed shaken by the wind? No, not a reed. But what did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft garments? Indeed, those who wear soft clothing are in king's houses. Did you go see a wealthy man? Or did you go see a man in hairy cloth, hairy camel's hair and a leather belt, eating locusts and wild honey? No, not, not a man in soft garments. But what did you go out to see? Verse 9, a prophet? Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet. See, John is the epitome of the prophet. But this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. How many times have we read it now? This is not just one scripture. This is repeated over and over. We've read it six or seven times. Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, now the case was sitting here saying, how could that John have any, how could he say to Jesus, I, I need to know, are you the coming one, right? He says, of those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. That's how great John was. And that shows you the human condition. Right? Of all those born of women, obviously saved Jesus himself. And we don't know how he would compare to Adam because Adam wasn't born of women. But of everybody else, John, Jesus says, is greater than everybody else. And that's why everyone needs salvation. John needed salvation. John could stumble. If John could stumble, I can stumble and you can stumble. That's why we need the salvation of God. And we need to hear the message of John to understand fully what we have in Jesus Christ. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. What does that mean? What does that mean? He's the greatest of all those born, but those that are least in the kingdom of heaven are greater than he. John didn't have the fulfillment. He saw it coming, like the Old Testament prophets. He pointed to it. He prepared the way for it. But when we sinners, the worst sinners, accept Jesus Christ as Lord and receive the Holy Spirit in a new way, not just to prophesy, but in a life-changing way, the least of us become greater than he. A matter of fact, is a scripture in Hebrews chapter 11. Chapter 11 is Hebrews, what is that? That's the hall of faith, right? All the great people of faith of the Old Testament. You probably could take John and add him to that chapter as the final people he's given to bring his message. And in verse 39, after going through the whole hall of faith, he says, and all these people having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. Abraham, David, Isaiah, they didn't have the promise. God 
having provided, God having provided something better for us, that they should not be perfect apart from us. They come in, obviously, right? He leaves captivity captive, right? John obviously was brought with him on the ascension, as were so many of the other Old Testament saints, right? But not apart from us. Because of the salvation that God has given to us in Jesus Christ, the new covenant is better than the old. We have the fulfillment. We're not just in the desert recognizing our lack. Now we have the water that overflows and wells up in us of the Holy Spirit because of what Jesus Christ did. So the least in the kingdom of heaven becomes greater than the best man who ever lived. Right? Of all those born of women, obviously saved Jesus himself. Hallelujah. That's the salvation we have. But the message of John is not negated because of it. Because Jesus goes on to say in verse 12, and from the days of John, now something new starts with John. We've talked about John being the culmination of the Old Testament prophets. But now something starts with John, preparing the way for the Lord, pointing to Messiah and his message of repentance. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. It suffers force. Some of your translations will say the kingdom of heaven is forcefully advancing, and forceful men grab hold of it. That eagerness, that zeal to take the sword and point it at ourselves and be broken, have a broken, contrite heart, is the first step to pressing into the kingdom of heaven. And the kingdom of heaven forcefully advances. And prostitutes, tax gatherers, sinners, they all can flow in. The, the least and the greatest, the least and John, all have to come in the same way through Jesus Christ, understanding their condition. Forceful men, that violence, that sword, aimed inward, takes away the rough ways, changes us to bear fruits worthy of repentance. Because now when we recognize what we can't do, we now see Messiah. We're greater than John in the sense that we now have Messiah who can come in and he, if we let him, can do those things inside of us that need to be done. Only Jesus can bear fruit. But when we repent and we receive, he will bear that fruit inside of us. The kingdom of heaven is forcefully advancing. For all the prophets in the law prophesied until John. And if you are willing to receive it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. The next section, 16 to 19, is extremely important. There's no time today, but Lord willing, we'll pick that up next time. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. And Father, we pray that that message of repentance, of forcefully taking away the stones and eagerly, zealously seeking the salvation in Jesus Christ and praying, Lord, save me. Lord Jesus, change me. Lord, remove the stones. Make the crooked ways straight. Lord, let me not think so low of myself that I don't come to you, and let me not think so high of myself that I don't recognize the need for you. Lord Jesus, you can do all things, and you can bring water into the desert, and the desert could blossom 
and the trees can grow and bear fruit and the promised land can be restored. And we thank you for that in your name, Lord Jesus. As our gift to you, for a donation of $35 or more to the church, we are happy to be able to send out Pastor Greg Scalzo's six audio CD set on Christian marriage. The male-female relationship is too often contentious and misunderstood. Divorce rates surge, even among Christians, as marriage suffers an assault today as never before from the social engineers, and the empty cultural norms. In the four sermons, Walking Together, Pastor Greg presents the scriptural principles needed for your marriage to not only survive, but prosper with the holy joy that God planned for it. And we are also including the two-sermon set on the valiant Christian man. All six audio CDs will be mailed to you when you make your donation of $35 or more on our church website at www.shearjashub.org. That's S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B dot O-R-G. Look for Offer 101, where you will be directed to a secure PayPal page. Or you can mail a check to Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, P.O. Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405, and mention Offer 101. Please join us next time for Shi'ar Jeshub.